manifesting does take time. It doesn't necessarily take a lot of time. And sometimes you can be shocked with how quickly things come to pass. And you're like, oh my God, I, I would have waited months or years or decades for the breakthrough that I just got. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. These were broadcasted live. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness. And each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, thoughts become things. And happy Monday. Thanks for the great questions you're proposing and posting. I am honored to be answering them. Today's got a great question came in. Visualizing short-term versus long-term manifestations. Let me read the question and you'll, you'll have the context. Mike, my wish is for financial freedom. I'm doing my morning visualization by living in the end result of my mind for my paid house, happy house, all bills, all bills under control, money for my child's therapy, money to invest in passive income and the like. My question is, how can I visualize my immediate concerns if I'm behind on paying the rent, the utilities, behind on my car payment, things like that? Month after month, I go through this. How can I make it work? I've got a lot of good news for you, okay? You are so inclined to succeed. It's, you're going to be unstoppable when you know that you are inclined to succeed. Now, let me give you the logistics, though, for having to do this. Manifesting does take time. It doesn't necessarily take a lot of time. And sometimes you can be shocked with how quickly things come to pass. And you're like, oh my God, I, I would have waited months or years or decades for the breakthrough that I just got. But it does take time. We came from a place high on, everywhere, always at once, where anything you thought of was instantaneously manifested. Here in the sacred jungles of time and space, something more magical happens. Not only do we get a stage with props that we believe is reality, but by thinking of something, we literally draw it towards us, attract it towards us, magnetize it towards us, and divine intelligence knows the shortest, quickest way for it to happen not only taking into account the logistics of the world and 7 billion co-creators, but your own empowering and limited beliefs. The universe will work around that. You hold the vision, do what you know to do, show up with the baby steps, take action. It has to happen. It never fails. It always works. But because of this time element, now we're doing attraction and not spontaneous manifesting. Incidentally, one day we will be doing spontaneous manifesting, not just when we go back, but it's possible here and now when you're at the right vibration. That's another story. In the meantime, we need to take our time. We need to uh, strategize accordingly, which is exactly why this great question was asked. For the long term, as you enumerated in your question, you're doing it spot on perfect. Picture your desired end result. The life of ease, the mortgages paid for, child's in therapy, money to invest, free time, peace of mind, love, romance, all the end result. 
do not think about how you're going to get there. But you got that, okay? You're doing that, and I presume you're, you're following up to the best of your humble ability with directions, with baby steps in the direction of the life of Riley, as the expression goes. The short term is the issue. Finally, I'm getting to the crux of the matter, but I had to set the stage. Short term manifestations. First of all, you know, I got to be brutally honest. Everybody's got to be transparent with themselves. And this is not to point fingers, but it sets the stage for some really great news. Okay, crises management. Everyone's got to realize that the universe does not give tests does not drop bombs, okay, is not there tormenting you and pushing buttons for your growth. The universe is out of the picture, except that you are the universe. So when there's a crisis, it was of your creation. That's the hard part, okay? It's going to get a lot better from here, but it is of your creation, and it took some time to get to that place. When you accept that you are a creator of all, no matter what it is, you do not have to explain how you created it, you do not have to explain why you created it. You just have to know, I created I don't know why the hell I would have done this. It's totally stupid, ridiculous, painful, but I did it. It's me. It was me unintentionally manifesting or from a higher level creating a circumstance through which I would later be able to blast off. You've got to take responsibility for all that's ever happened in your path. You don't have to explain it other than take responsibility for it. Then you're in your power, okay? Then you own it. And if you created it, you can uncreate it. Whereas if God was dropping bombs and giving out pop quizzes, oh, well, when the hell's the next one gonna drop? What, you know, what if my life is going great and it's quiz time? There is no such thing. Don't believe that stuff happens to you. You happen to stuff, you happen to life. And until now, we're all bumbling around in the dark in manifesting unintentionally. Didn't even know it was turned on. I didn't know I was turned on. I didn't know I was fully activated. And so this weird stuff is happening, helter skelter. I take responsibility of it. Now I can change it. Otherwise, you'll never be in the driver's seat. And besides, this is the truth. Okay, so that's the, that's the difficult part. Hey, the path is challenging. You wanted a challenge. And here's the really great news. No matter how the difficulty came about, came about, logistically speaking. No matter how many years it's gone on, or how many years, presumably, it took you to create this crisis, you can change things for the better on a dime. Because it's the nature of who you are. You're born to succeed. You're inclined to thrive. Your positive thoughts are at least 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. So don't be like, wow, man, I've been wallowing in misery for 30 years because of that jerk. Um, it's like in three days, you can be off that hook and it's going to take some time, but in three days, you can have a mindset that gives you hope, that gives you peace and that gives you traction. And then you can start enjoying the journey. And the next thing you know, you're going to be like, oh my God, I should write an autobiography. Oprah's going to love this one. That'll be your life. It can, things change so fast for the better. And this is not just wishful thinking. This is in line with the magnificence that brought you here, God Almighty, that's who you are. And so when you think thoughts in alignment with truth, oh my God, like a kite taking off in a hurricane. Whereas the opposite, you know, grinding yourself to a halt with misery and sadness and confusion, that's hard. 
we can do it. Oh, we can do it. But that's hard. It's easy to change it. You don't have to know how you created whatever the crisis is, but you have to know that you did. And then you can activate this inclination to thrive because now you're not believing that God's dropping bombs. <clears throat> I want you to do this in the right now. Crisis management, hypothetically, let's say. Crisis management, you definitely want to visualize like you suggested. You want to visualize, uh, oh my God, a check just came in. Oh my God, a phone call just uh, arrived. Oh my God, great news. Uh, oh my gosh, I just went out and knocked on doors and took some baby steps. Visualize this intense relief. Visualize just your heart beating with joy and love and hope all over again. Maybe like you don't even remember having it before. Visualize in the immediate time frame that everything is just hallelujah, praise the Lord. This is so good. I love my life and it's going to get better because I can see just you don't have to have all the logistics. Just you got great news that's going to change everything. You don't have to know what the news is. Okay, could be financial or otherwise, and you can dress it up that way, but you don't have to go there. Just in the immediate present, imagine that the rent is paid. Imagine that you've got a roof over your head. Imagine that the pressure is gone. Imagine that everything's just worked out. Then also visualize. Now, you know, I only visualize like three or four minutes a day. I have some daydreams. That counts a little bit. But, but you know, you can... In one minute, you can be like, hallelujah, breakthrough, breakthrough, hallelujah. And then in the next minute, here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine that you're a couple of months into the future or a year or two in the future, depending on relativity and what you're dealing with right now in your crises. Be a couple of months or a couple of years in the future, and you're looking back to this very time. And you're like, what a story. Stranger than fiction. Wow, hallelujah. Way better than I ever thought. Okay, just run that little reel for another minute. That's two minute visualization. You're done. Uh, you can do it for three or four. Don't try to do it longer than five or 10 minutes because you'll daydream and get mad at yourself. And you, you'll have already made the point in the first two or three minutes. Let it go. So visualize joy in the immediate present, peace in the immediate present, and visualize your six months or two years down the road looking back at the crises being like, Man, that played so well to my favor. Things are better now than they were before the crises. It wasn't a crisis. It was an invitation for awesomeness. Hallelujah. Then, you're not done. Then, take action. Show up in the world. Take inspired action. Take logical action. Get practical. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is to get logical. Get practical. I'm serious. Too many people wait for, you know, the universe to float down on a Zeppelin and save their life. It's like dream and now it's being pressed to you and show up so you can receive it. Show up with baby steps. Show up if it seems futile. Ask for help. Ask the universe, but ask human beings for help. Uh, ask, uh, check the government assistant programs. Go get food stamps. Just do all of that stuff. Come on. It's there for you human beings know that life can be hard. And so human beings have created some safety catches that may apply to you. Apply for a scholarship. Uh, ask, 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 ask. There's no shame. There's no shame at all. You're here. A gladiator of love and joy on the razor's edge of reality creation. Remember last Friday? That's what's going on. You're inclined to succeed. Don't be afraid. And if you are, 
face the fear and do it anyway. So show up, get practical, be out there, shake the branches. You got to do that stuff. In fact, I still do that kind of stuff to this day, but with without a crisis. So I'm like, how can I do another course? What book should I work? Who should I reach out to? What should I imagine? Where do I want to go? And, and that gives me ideas for things to do. Because now that you visualize long-term, short-term crisis management, you need to be in a place of receivership. So if it's the rent, go to your landlord and say, please, please, I've had a really hard time. If they say no, go to the local government. If they say no, ask your neighbor. If they say no, ask your parents or your kids or yeah, it's just temporary. Come on, you're going to pay it back because you're going to follow this up with more visualization, more baby steps, go out and dance life dance and prepare to be astounded. Now, I just read something really great from Lisa Royal Holt in The Golden Lake. I told you about this book uh, on Friday. And, and, and the directive was as we move from third dimension to fourth dimension um, as a planet, that might sound woo-woo to you, um, it is, but it's real. As we move there, being led by the ego and intellect is far less effective than it ever was before. And what we need to do is be led by heart and not just be in, and these are her words, be in a love bubble. No, no. Be in the flow of where your intuition is taking you. Be in the, the flow of love, loving life, loving yourself in spite of the crises. And that's where do I, where do I feel like I should go and try multiple doors to knock on. So don't let this just be dwelling in your head and getting too logical. I mean, logic and practicality are so spiritual, really, but don't go there to the exclusion of your heart and your intuition and don't get stuck in your heart so that it's a paralysis and you're, Oh, I love everybody. Go love everybody by pressing the flesh and shaking hands and giving hugs and high fives and being of service. You're going to crush this. It's going to be amazing. They're legend in the making. Okay. Uh, uh, Oprah's going to make a movie out of your life. Okay. And I hope I get a, a bit part. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley time for a spiritual tune up for the entrepreneurial spirit that is in each and every one of us. Similar question to yesterday. We're going to talk about short-term goals, short-term manifesting versus long-term manifesting, but with an eye to fun and profit, both spiritual qualities. Mike, I have an overall wish for where my healing business is going and expanding, leaving room for other avenues, possibilities, and people to show up along the way. Well, this is, this is sounding good, but I have the day-to-day -day wishes too. For example, getting X amount of people to attend a workshop or getting X amount of clients per week, etc. How do I tackle this without sabotaging myself? Oh, this is so down the alley of manifesting ease. You're going to love the answer. It empowers all of us because we're all spiritual entrepreneurs. Okay, it reminds me of back in the day when I was launching Tut. Um, as the Adventurers Club, that incarnation, 22 years ago. And I had the long-term vision of wealth and abundance, um, creative, fulfilling work, um, friends and laughter, international travel. Wealth and abundance, creative, fulfilling work, friends and laughter, and international travel. Those 
Everyone has. Everyone has long-term vision. Those, as an entrepreneur, which we all are, you attach to, you settle upon, you accept nothing less than joy, happiness, wealth, international travel, these broad brush strokes, friends, laughter. Attach, 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 okay? They say don't attach to the end result. They were wrong, okay? When your end result is broad brush, attach and settle for nothing less. What if your end result's happiness? Hell yeah, don't settle for anything less. Insist on happiness, insist on abundance, insist on health, recovery, friends, laughter. The thing is, most people try to micromanage, as I say all the time. And for that audience, never attach to your end result. Okay, you're going down. You can't know what's going to work, what's not going to work, what's going to conflict with all of your other 60,000 thoughts a day and the manifestations of seven, eight billion other people. But when it comes to your happiness, your vitality, your recovery, your bounce back, they're yours. You own them. You settle for nothing less. So the old adage of stop attaching to outcomes fails with this new approach of your outcomes being broad brush long-range visions, not that it's going to take a long time. You can be happy and full of vitality in 24 hours. But when it's broad brush, kind of scope of the future, attach, attach, attach. Uh, and back in the day, those were my four big views. Wealth and abundance, creative, fulfilling work, friends and laughter, international travel. Um, but on a day-by-day -day basis, I was selling infinite possibilities, the art of living your dreams, the audio program, uh, one recording a month, I would have a little stack of binders. And if somebody bought three months into the 12 month project, I would send them the binder with three cassettes in it. And then every month thereafter, I would send them the updated, you know, more recent um, manifestation. I'll tell you, every day, I had a little visualization for that day. Today, I'm going to sell four. I'm going to sell four subscriptions. Today, I'm going to sell two. Today, I'm going to, they were a little bit arbitrary. I always wanted to sell a bazillion every single day, but I was like, today, and do you know what? I almost never succeeded in my daily manifestation goal. Never, never. But do you know what? I totally crushed wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, creative, fulfilling work, international travel. I mean, who gets to travel more and to better locations than a professional speaker? I mean, I went to like 40 countries, 150 cities, many, 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 many times around the world, around the world, around the, and all the rest. So the daily visualizations did not pan out. They're micromanagement. You can never know. Okay, so don't attach. But that doesn't mean don't do it. Do it with a glad heart. Do it for fun. Do it to see maybe I can get it right today. Maybe I'll get it right for this week. Maybe it'll average out. Because that's going to keep you in the game. Now you're like, ooh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. But don't attach, okay? You might not. Let there be wiggle room. But always be mindful of joy, laughter, friends, healing, international travel, if that's what you want. Because you can have those. And you should settle for nothing less than your big scope visions. This is how you do it as an entrepreneur. Um, then, just like yesterday's lesson uh, for short-term versus long-term crises 
um, resolution, take action. Okay, you're going to have your long-term visions that you attach to. You're going to have your short-term visions that you would never attach to. But you're going to have all of them and you're going to feel so juicy about it. Then you got to show up, show up, show up. And here's my best advice to an entrepreneur, having been one for the last good number of decades, all right? Since I, three decades, all right? I know I look so young, don't I? So, all right, two things. Diversify, 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 diversify. I never said I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to sell my self-published books. That's all I'm going to ever do. I'm going to insist on it. That would be micromanaging. I insisted on wealth and abundance, creative, fulfilling work, among other things. So I started writing. Uh, that didn't go very well. So I put it on the internet. That was so-so. I wrote his mic as a daily email. Well, not too good. Then, because I was in action and I was diversifying, there was less pressure in any given area. I was able to have this idea as writing notes from the universe. While I had this idea, asking for help from other people to do an audio program, while I was getting credit card enabled on the internet, while I learned a little bit of programming through Microsoft front page, which doesn't even exist anymore, probably a lot like uh, WordPress today. Um, so I was building a website, learning internet marketing, getting credit card enabled, going out and speaking at Toastmasters clubs, then at Unity churches, then at Rotary clubs, then world tours, literally. And I was petrified the whole way, but that didn't stop me. And, and so diversify, diversify. I dabbled with books and CDs and cassettes. Uh, I you know, selling, reselling. I brought some t-shirts into the fold. I was always experimenting. I was always knocking on new doors, not attaching to any. If something didn't work out, that wasn't the end of it. It's like, ah, oh, that didn't work out. Good thing I have seven other sticks in the fire kind of thing. And so by broadening your base, as it sounds like you're doing to the questioner, you're able to create more and more to an exponential degree ways that divine magic in the universe can reach you and ways that you can confirm what your bliss is, that you're on the right path, what detours to take. As I love to say, start out on any road. It's the dirt path that leads to the diamond mine. And by start, and I love to say, Whatever road you start out on, it will not be the road you arrive on. You're going to start out on the wrong road. So go ahead and start. It's going to be wrong no matter what, but it's going to lead to the right road. And you're going to do your best to start on the right road. So when it comes to taking action, two things I wanted to emphasize. Number one, diversify, diversify, diversify. And number two, just as it's true for short-term goals, do not attach, do not attach, do not attach to short-term baby steps. You're gonna knock on this door, maybe somebody's home, knock on that door, maybe somebody's home, maybe nobody's home. Maybe you'll be a speaker, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll be an author, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll be a writing teacher or a journaler or an automatic writer or it's all gonna turn into other things. One of the greatest lessons I ever learned as an entrepreneur, and I see this in life as well, sometimes knocking on one door, as you diversify and as you attach to none, Sometimes knocking on that one door right here. Didn't even want to knock on it. Kind of sucky, kind of boring. What else are you going to do? Watch TV. So you knock on that door and it does not open. But because you knocked on that door, this door 
opens. This door is screaming hot, super sexy. This door you didn't know existed. This door just flies open and everything in your life changes. But this door would not have opened nor revealed itself unless you knocked on that door without attachment, without assistance. As you diversify different, knock on this door, knock on that door, knock on this door. Doors start opening you did not know existed that never would have opened had you not knocked on the other sucky doors. Doing, almost always doing anything is better than doing nothing. So if you're sitting around today doing nothing, waiting for something cool to show up, it's not. Go do anything, nearly anything, being a little bit strong here. Okay, it's so easy. You're going to have so much fun as an entrepreneur, lots of profit, meeting new people, travel if that's what you want. Fellow adventurers, you're here to thrive. You're here to thrive, to live the life of your dreams, to set your course to soar. Your thoughts become things. You're pushed on to greatness every single day. Your positive thoughts are 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. Don't deny it. Don't resist. Don't defend. Just get going and have the time of your life. That's why you're here. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, thoughts become things. Time for a spiritual tune-up. Great questions this week about short-term, long-term businesses taking action. When is it settling for less? To clarify, Mike, I want a career that is fulfilling and joyful to me, but I have imminent bills to pay. Is applying to jobs that don't fit my ideal criteria settling for less? Showing a lack of faith in the universe? Or is it simply taking meaningful baby steps to get where I want to be? Well, everything is in the eye of the beholder. So you get to tell yourself what's going on when you interview for a job that it is not uh, your ideal job. Okay, it's up to what's going on here. But here's some food for thought. Here's some things to think about. Once you have a dream, once you have a dream, wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, international travel, whatever it is for you, the number one most important thing you do after having that dream is be out in the world reachable. You've got to be reachable. And too often people who are uh, aficionados on the law of attraction don't get that even though the universe loves them and is pushing towards them what they most want, they need to show up, pray and move your feet, as uh, the religious would say amongst us. Pray and go out in the world to receive so all of your cups are overflowing. And that means very often that when you first go out into the world, since you're hoping for a life transformation, probably in the area of creativity, productivity, your first options aren't that great. Otherwise, you wouldn't be praying and going out in the world in that direction. And that's okay. At least you're out there. And every step you take, the universe can take 10,000. You take another 10,000 more. You stop, sit on the couch, work with your vision board, wait for Oprah to call. The universe has no choice but to stop. So number one after having a dream is to enable divine intelligence to connect some dots on your behalf by getting out into the world physically speaking and or if it's necessary due to pandemics and other things, at least get out on the world on the internet where you're engaging other people. Other people is the key here. 
divine intelligence works through other people as it works through you. So number one, get out in the world, not just knocking on doors. Okay, that's the, the main prerogative here, the main intention here. But as, as relatively efficiently as possible to be engaged and to be of service, to be helping, to be part of a team, to be like, yeah, there on time every day. So get out in the world, knock on doors, turn over stones, become a lightning rod for serendipities and engage. Even if it's your own business, that's engagement. Even if it's uh, providing a service uh, of your own to, to others, this is engagement. Be in the world. That's number one. Number two, number two, with regard to what you're doing, second most important thing is that you love it. That's not number one. Number two is that you love it or that you can make the best of it. Make the best of it. You can choose what you love, of course, and you can have your dream. And if all of a sudden between the four paths that are for you, before you, one of them is just like, oh my God, that's so me. Then the, the, that's where you go. You're loving it. You choose the one that you most like or you choose the least sucky um, if the choices aren't that good. Okay, so... You choose the one you most love and or if you're dealing with a bunch of sucky paths, uh, one of the options is not just wait forever. Okay. One of the options is choose the least sucky. And then, as I said at the outset of this tune-up, it's your perspective. It is your choice to see this in a wise frame. See it as a stepping stone towards something else. See it as temporary. See it as a chance to engage and to be of service, to, to be part of this magical world. See it for the good that it offers. See it as an opportunity to pay your rent. See it as so many wonderful things. You don't have to love every nanosecond of what's going on. Make the best of it. Choose to see it as a stepping stone, not settling for less. Choose to see it as temporary, as I said, and suddenly you might enjoy it. And if your path turns out to be like mine, you know, sucky path, sucky path, sucky path, these sucky paths actually morphed almost imperceptibly into the life of my wildest dreams. Sending out a free email as Mike every day, you know, building a, a website for other folks to kind of connect. Um, None of these were the life of my dreams, but by going out there and then needing to make money, so learning to speak and putting together uh, the different things that made up touch.com back then, they all evolved with greater accentuation on some than others into the life of my wildest dreams. And I'll never forget waking up one day being like, geez, this is it. I totally love my life and I've got to catch a flight to London this afternoon. Oh my God, when did this happen? It happens very gradually and it might be a tangent to one of those sucky jobs right now that will just tweak itself enough that suddenly everything has changed. So it is not settling for less unless in your mind you're lowering your standards permanently to take a job or interview for a job that doesn't check off all of your boxes. It gets you out there so that you can be this lightning rod for serendipities and miracles. And it just might turn into something 
by you focusing on certain elements of it, by a lateral promotion, uh, by, an, uh, by a vertical promotion, uh, an out-of-state relocation, cross-town relocation, meeting somebody um, at the counter that just checks all the boxes. Okay? So, and the last point is, after you take this interim job, and while you're making the best of it, you can still continue looking on the side for other stuff to do while you make the best of it and enjoy it and you are 100% fully present in it in the duration. And again, for you entrepreneurs out there, that might mean you know what you're dealing with right now isn't the dream version of where you're headed, but can you see the tangent? Can you get into the juice of it? Can you be like, hallelujah, just multiply this by 10 or 100 or 10,000 and I'm totally there? And you will be totally there. You're pushed on to greatness every single day. Jumbo fellow adventurers, happy Thursday. Time for a spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley here to remind you above all else that your thoughts become the things and events of your life. Thoughts become things, TBT. Okay, Mike, I feel so blessed in my life already. I'm already living the dream. Could it be better? Sure. Do I just focus on or better? Better than what I already have? I feel like I don't know what to wish for because... So much is already here. Oh my gosh, I don't get a whole lot of uh, uh, questions like that, although it comes, they come in from time to time, but I ought to get a lot of questions like that because every single person watching right now has received more than they're missing. You've got life on earth, and sometimes we focus exclusively on what we don't have, what we want, what hasn't shown up yet. But if you take this invitation, focus on who you already are, all you've already done, what you already have, you're in the same boat as this person. And I applaud you standing ovation. Give yourself more credit. Too often we want this, get it, now we want that. Then we want that. Then we want that. And we're perpetually wanting. And, and that's okay. As long as we're perpetually giving ourselves a pat on the back, appreciation, time to enjoy who we are, are, what we've already done. Let this be part of your constitution and then you can move beyond manifesting. You can go into advanced manifest manifesting. Let's talk about both my concept of advanced manifesting and beyond manifesting. Okay, those are the grades. Here we are, one... Uh, 101, Manifesting 101, Advanced Manifesting, Beyond Manifesting, Hierarchy Intended. Okay, very simply, to go beyond manifesting, where you're the micromanager, where you're picking your goals, where you're trying to make the universe go here, do that, you want this to happen by a certain date, by certain people, if you want to go to an advanced state, and allow this streaming process to happen on automatic pilot. Bigger, greater, faster, funner. Bigger, greater, faster, funner. Or how greener, whatever, whatever adjectives you want to use. The universe knows you better than you know yourself. And it will connect the next most perfect dot if, if you turn over the reins. And instead, your only job is to wonder. Wonder. Play, follow your intuition, 
wonder, play, follow your intuition. Just wonder what else could happen. Wonder how much better could it be? Wonder what happens if I connect this dot to that dot? Uh, I'm feeling some intuition. I think I'm going to go to the park today. I'm feeling some intuition. It's bowling for me, man. I'm feeling some intuition. It's going to be a, a vegan uh, Saturday. Follow your intuition. Be led by wonder. Wonder will automatically take you to where you most want to go. Wonder will automatically bring you into the folds of life, into the flow of energy. You're already a streaming manifester. You just blink and worlds are born, correct? You're just focusing that laser beam and the stage is complete. So you don't have to learn how to be a manifester. You can, you can pass the baton on that one. You've already aced it. Instead, wonder about how much more amazing life can be. Wonder about how much more fun you can have today. Be in a place of wonder and that will automatically spark intuition. That'll automatically get you out of the house. That'll automatically bring about transformation in the areas you most want it and you would most love it. Now, after you've done that for a few lifetimes or if you're ready for the, uh, you know, fast approach, next week, uh, beyond manifesting, beyond manifesting is being happy, crazy happy, even if nothing else ever happened to you the rest of your life. Okay. This sounds contradictory. This doesn't sound like a teacher uh, speaking on living deliberately, creating consciously. Nothing will light a fire under you for transformation, nor bring in more of the magical elements of divine intelligence than you being happy now with the presumption that nothing else is going to ever change. Could you be happy now without any changes? What a paradox. When you truly feel yes, when you truly take stock of who you already are and just revel in the wonder of the magnificence of your being and all you've already done, created, and what's before you this very moment, when you can get to that place and say, I don't need anything else, that's when you get everything else. But you got to really be in the place of, I don't need anything else. Don't need it. I could go without. Do I not want it? Ah, you know, I, I don't even want it. I'm fine where I am right now. Your inner playful otter, the otter of divine intelligence, will automatically begin expanding and expanding and expanding because you have found joy in the moment. It's not about do I want something or not want something? Do I need something or not need something? I am complete. I'm the package. I got it all going on. Look at my desk. Look at my pictures. Look out the window. I live on earth. I live on earth. That doesn't need to be accentuated. And I'd like to have a few more dollars in the bank. That's, that's manifesting 1.0, 101, and you can have it. Follow wonder and you'll have it even faster. Go to where you don't need it anymore. And that's where you get it all. It's the weirdest thing. Be happy here and now without regard to, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. I just love everything right now. Of course, we could, we could take this a little too far. Uh, I, I don't want to split hairs and don't split hairs with me right now. Be happy with who you are, where you are, what you have, what you've done in the moment. Enjoy. This will lead 
to intuition. This will lead to locomotion. This will lead you out into the world as you revel in who you are, happy with things exactly as they are, and the floodgates will open. That's beyond manifesting. When you don't even think about what you want and it just starts avalanching upon you in the most glorious, fantastic, incredible ways right out of the blue. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up along with one million other subscribers for my free daily notes from the universe. You can also find out about my infinite possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcasts. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple We've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.